Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Finding Me, the podcast where we explore self-discovery, personal growth, and finding our true identity. I'm your host, and today we have a solo episode. No guests today, just you and me. Um, And today we are going to be talking about um, something that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, I legitimately myself um, struggled with this at first, but I find it to be a very unique quality that I have. Um, but I, in other people, once I saw this, I was very judgmental. So I want to talk to you again. It's very personal. I've experienced and struggled with it. Um, so I know firsthand a lot about this. But have you ever met someone who was incredibly outgoing? They were full of life, the center of attention at every gathering. You were actually drawn to them because of this, you know, their energy. And they become like this very important part, an integral part of your social circle, right? Um, But then all of a sudden they just disappear. You don't see them. You know, they stop coming to events. um, And you find yourself kind of reaching out to them only to be met with silence. You know, at first, you know, you're like, oh, my God, what has happened to, you know, whoever the friend is? It's like, what happened to her? Like, where is she at? And you try to understand their behavior. But here's the thing. As time goes on, you find yourself losing interest and even getting angry at them, you know, making these assumptions. Um, You know, you start questioning, like, why are they not, you know, why are they not answering the phone? You know, and then you start saying like, and then it becomes about you, right? So it starts to be like, well, why would you hook me into being a friend with you? And then just abandon me. And then it goes to that, well, did I do something wrong? You know, it, and you go through these different stages and it's so crazy because you're sitting there and you're like, I'm literally going through a little mini breakdown over this friendship. Um, but here's the thing, y'all. Oftentimes, we make the situations about ourselves when we, in reality, what is going on with them has nothing to do with us. Not one single thing. But let me share an example from the life of Jesus. When Jesus was on earth, if you read um, in the Bible, Jesus oftentimes, he would pull away from crowds to spend time in prayer. You know, he would, and he wouldn't just spend, like, it wasn't like he was gone for like 15 minutes. No, ma'am. He would spend like hours with, with his, with our Lord and Savior. He would spend time with his daddy. He would retreat to seek guidance, direction, and wisdom from his father. And let's not forget about the 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. Now, there was nothing wrong with him. Nothing was wrong with Jesus. He was simply going to the Father to replenish his spirit. But but we don't, oh, this is what's so crazy to me. But in today's society, when we see people withdrawing from social interactions, we tend to label them as antisocial or assume that something must be wrong with them. We start talking about them and making all these false assumptions. And in reality, taking a step back, Disconnecting from the no- from all the noise that we have going on and engaging in self-reflection is necessary. We often refer to it as a mental break. 
and it's crucial in our hyper-connected world. It allows us to connect with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It allows us to stop and literally go to the Father to seek wisdom. Take a moment to reflect on Jesus' actions. He went off to pray, and he seeked God. He understood the importance of pulling away from the demands of daily life to find clarity and strength. So today, let me just say this. I want to give a round of applause to those individuals I just described. The ones who have the courage to prioritize their well-being, even if it means stepping away from social engagements, I applaud you for taking the time out to be good to yourself, for seeking solitude when needed, and for allowing yourself to be filled up by God when you are empty. I'm going to tell y'all, like I said, this resonates with me because I do it a lot. You know, in my profession, I'm a realtor. And so in my profession, there are times, and I, let me just share this with you guys. When my um, my sister passed away during COVID, um, no, she didn't pass away from COVID or anything like that. She had a, she had a heart attack and she passed. Um, but it was, it was extremely um, traumatic. It, it was, it was, yeah. Because she wasn't sick, you know, she wasn't, wasn't like, you know, you, you know, it, it, yeah, it, it was one of those where legitimately she passed and, you know, it was, it was one of those moments where you just, you couldn't believe it. And so the way I dealt with her passing was, um, I was having a good year. I mean, like 2020, 2021, 2022, you know, I was having good years. And so for me, I was already working, you know, a lot. And um, so I basically, the way I did it was I kind of was like, I, I don't have time to to mourn this, right? I, I legitimately, I have got to get back to work. And so it was kind of like get back to work so you won't be, you know, stuck in this grief cycle that you don't move or go anywhere where you're not, where you're retreating, where you're going inward. And so I, I threw myself back into work. Like, um, you know, I think we buried her. It, it was it was so crazy, y'all. Uh, I just remember her um, burial, her, her death, her bed. It was like it was a whirlwind. Like you were just running. And people would, would call me and, you know, and, and try to offer condolences. And I'm like, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. You know, and it's not. It's not. Sometimes you do need to stop for just a moment. I'm not saying dwell in that grief. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is stop pushing it and prolonging it. Deal with it in that moment. But deal with it in the way that you need to deal with it. And so on that journey... Like I said, like I threw myself into work, right? But what I didn't realize was, even though I was throwing myself into work, the way I dealt with grief was I would just randomly start talking about my sister. I mean, just randomly stuff that I would remember, you know, and I would be like, oh, yeah, my sister did this. And I, I would tell my husband, like, stories about it and stuff like that. And that helped me to deal with it. It helped me to understand that sometimes you have to step back and remember some of those good memories but then you also put it into perspective it's, it's funny because I used to always tell people I was like you know what here's the deal I know this to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord right and I said I know she's in heaven right now and I know she's in a much better place 
But for me in that moment, I was still moving and I still was basically running. But I this year, I said, you know what, Tika? It's time for you to face it, right? It's time for you to really stop running from your grief. And it's time for you to retreat and, and stop and look at the bigger picture of what's around you. You have a family. You have a mom, a dad, a sisters. You have, you know, nieces, nephews, you know, all these great things around you. It's time for you to focus on that and quit running. And, and, and you're running because you're so afraid that maybe, just maybe, you know, if you're running um, and you stop running, the people will be like, oh, my goodness, you know, what's wrong with her? Her business stopped. Girl, she ain't coming out no more. She's just so antisocial, right? Um, apparently, she, she's she's not doing well. Because <laughs> we make up so many different stories about when people don't come out. Like, we make up all of these different stories. And it becomes like this person is, is minding their own business that's actually going inward, right? But we, we out here making up all kinds of lies on them and don't really know what's going on. But you never pick up the phone and say, how are you doing? You never pick up the phone to say, hey, um, do you need anything? You don't do that. Instead, you gossip about what you think is going on with that person that has went inward. And I have been one of those people who have been the gossiper. So I'm telling you not what I think. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you that I have people in my life. And it is so frustrating because I'm going to tell you why. Because legitimately... And the reason I say it's frustrating is because I am frustrated with how we put a label on these people instead of sitting down and praying for them, right? If you can't pick the phone up, the least you can do is whisper a prayer. Instead of you whispering these negative thoughts out and talking about what you think is happening to them, why don't you whisper a prayer and say, Lord Jesus, cover them? I want you to ask you, I want to ask you to go and be with them today. I want to ask you to lead them, to guide them, order their steps in your word, Lord. I want you to cover them in the blood of the lamb. Instead of it being, well, you know, I ain't talked to uh, Nene in, in six months, child, and I don't know where she at. You know how she is. She just disappeared. All of a sudden, she just run off into the sunset and don't nobody know, you know, what's wrong with her. But why do we have to tell you all of our business in order to retreat and go and be and legitimately seek God. Why can't we have those moments? Because we talk about mental health, and, and, I, and it's unfortunate because um, in the United States, we act like mental health doesn't really exist. It's almost like it's like we know it's real, but by George, y'all, we don't want to do nothing about it. We just, we just look, y'all, some ways don't have to figure out what you're going to do because we don't, we don't want to do nothing. But legitimately, this is why we have so much stuff going on is because we won't pull away and we want to live our lives for what we think people want us to be. We want to create this character. And what happens is that character that we create cannot keep up with all of the stuff that we have going on because the real person is inside of you. That real inner person is saying, I want to come out. And what you're doing is you're pushing and suppressing them back in because it's like, wait, 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 wait. They may not like you, and I, I, I don't want that. I need friends. But eventually that person, that inner person, is, is going to basically come out and it's because you're going to get exhausted. Playing a role of somebody that you're not is exhausting. That's why you have to pull away. 
because you have to know who you are. Right. And that's where finding me comes in, because a lot of times what happens is, is we lose ourselves because we're so busy trying to be what society says that we're supposed to be. And so we don't take those moments to retreat. We don't take those moments to stop and to pray and to really sit down and meditate. Right. We just kind of get up every day, you know, to hit that alarm clock, get up out that bed, roll about that bed. Ugh. Got to go to this job. You know, half of your coworkers you can't stand, right? But here's the thing. We get, <laughs> that drama at work feeds us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you, you're sitting there and you're like, you know, you've been fed by this drama. But here's the, but, but let me say this. There's the work you, there's the home you, there's the church you, there is the um, friend you. Like, you have so many different yous. Until you have to keep clicking in and out of this. And that's why I say it's just important for us to really, really, really stop. And really, really, really just meditate, y'all. I mean, seriously. I'm not trying to, you know, um, at all. I'm, I'm not at all judging anybody out here. I'm not at all um, saying that. I'm saying this. Let me say this. I am saying this. You have a journey that you're on. And on this journey, you want to be the best person that you can be. You want to love your neighbors as yourself. And you want to be who God created you to be. You know, and 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 it can be an amazing journey. Because I, I see people who, like I said, I, I, I legitimately... Um, I wrote this only because the reason why I did this message is because I have somebody close to me that I myself saw myself being this way. And I used to tell my husband this all the time because, like I said, um, my downtime was the best time for me. And I told him, I said, the reason why my downtown is the best time for me is because I got a chance to see Jesus. I said, I get a chance to go to the Father, Andre, and I don't have to rush through it. I legitimately have a career, y'all, that I can sit there and I can seek the Father. And I don't have to rush through it. I can have those moments where I pull back. And I say, oh, my goodness, I need you to fill my tank. And it doesn't take a whole day. I'm not saying that. Some of y'all, you get up early in the morning. To, you know, you pray, you read your, your Bible, you get dressed, right? You go to work. Um, but some of y'all, it's, it's, it's hard, I, I, and I know what it is because I, I've been there. I've worked. Trust me, I work jobs. I, I, before I became a real estate agent, I was working um, in corporate America, just like the rest of y'all. But I found that even working there, you know, getting up, getting them kids dressed, you know, getting myself dressed for that matter, um, getting out the door, you know, it was like you were, it was crazy because you were robotic and you didn't even realize that you were but you would get up and you would run and you would do this stuff day in and day out. But one day, you're going to find yourself seeking direction. One day, you may be looking out the window and see somebody walking by and, and that thought might come to your mind and it might be like, wow, I wonder what their life is like. Because I really would like to be doing X, Y, Z, right? It's, it's not where you got to just be like doing like on your knees and, you know, begging God. No, 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 no. Your revelations come in different ways. But... It's just, for me, you know, I would say sometimes it's just really focusing on what your heart is saying. So I want to say now, let's remember 
then we all need moments of retreat. We all need moments away from the noise. You know, um, I know for me, I like to get in a quiet place because I need to get away from the noise because it's funny because whenever you wake up, um, I don't know, like if I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, it's so quiet. It is the best quietness ever. Like it's so still. Um, but you, but you get away from the noise to gain direction and purpose because we need to find our own connection with God and allow him to guide us on our journey because he will do that y'all. Now, I want to thank you guys for joining me on this episode of Finding Me. Remember, remember this, guys. It's okay to step back, to seek solitude and connect with the divine. Stay true to yourself and be kind to others. Until next time, keep searching, keep growing, and keep finding the true you.